Welcome to Grace and Peace Radio with your hosts, Anthony and Amy Russo. Grace and Peace Radio is a weekly Christian podcast where together we'll discuss how we can apply God's Word to everyday life. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. It's our hope that you will be encouraged and God will be glorified. And with that, let's start the show. Thanks so much for joining us this week. We are continuing our conversation that we started last week about the importance of reading the New Testament. And we've kind of gone in several different directions. So we wanted to break this up into two so that you didn't get overwhelmed with all of it at one time. So with that, we're going to continue the conversation about the importance of reading the New Testament. So it's not just a matter of having some substance with which to encourage or comfort a believer, but also so that you're armed with truth to correct error and rebuke sin. And again, that's in the church so that if God uses you to confront a brother or sister in Christ, you have the right words. Hey, based on this passage, what you're doing is wrong. And doing it in love and, you know, being enough in the word that you understand that you have, the Lord has given you boldness to make that confrontation should it need Which, to be. Yeah, so it's twofold, right? The Lord not only tells you what the error is, mm-hmm. what the threefold, what the error is, how it is to be corrected, but how to approach it. So the Lord gives you guidance in that. So again, that's that's all wisdom. That's all reason to be in the Word. I remember I was in a men's Bible study a couple of years ago, and one of the guys that started coming to the Bible study was openly living with his girlfriend. And the leaders of the Bible study were, were totally okay with this. Mm-hmm. And it ended up that I, I, I said something. I, n- number one, I told the guy, I said, look, I don't really know you. I mean, he, he'd only come like one week or two weeks. I said, but you just told me you're a professing Christian. And you told me that you're living with your girlfriend. In other words, you know, you're fornicating. You're, you're, you're sinning against God. Brother, you know, if you're a brother in Christ, we can't be doing that. And you, you need to figure out some other arrangement here. Well, well, I got in trouble by the right. leaders of the Bible study for saying something. But I'm like, look, I'm not judging the guy. I love him and I want to see him walking in truth. He's a young Christian, young professing Christian. I don't really know if he was or not. Right. He apparently had no guilt about it. So that's a problem. Mm-hmm. And maybe he didn't realize. If and he maybe had, he didn't So realize. it had to be brought to his so attention. So it's somebody, because his pastor either didn't know or wasn't saying anything. If these other men weren't saying anything, mm-hmm. well, what's the point of us getting together in a men's Bible study? If, you know, at what point, if iron's going to sharpen iron, sparks are going to have to fly. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a good way to put it. So why are you getting on my case right. for for doing that to this guy? I mean, And I, shirking their responsibility as right. Bible study leaders. Right. So my point to them was, look, guys. You're not loving him. I know you think I'm being mean and judgmental, 
I'm not. I love him. I care about him. That's why I'm doing this. You, on the other hand, don't. And you aren't. And so it got to a point that I, I confronted them about that. And and in doing that, and so then they countered with, well, here's why we don't. And I said, wait a minute. And they said, well, you shouldn't say that. So I said, wait a minute. What did Paul advise the Corinthian church? Hey, that brother who is in sin, hand him over to Satan. Right. And so I said, I'm letting the guy off easy. <laughs> right? right. I'm, I'm only telling him, hey, man, you don't want to be going down that road. No, what, number one, it doesn't honor the Lord. First and foremost, it's mm-hmm. contrary to, to what the Lord wants. Number two, you know, you're sitting against your girlfriend. You know, you're sitting against the Lord. You're sitting against the girlfriend. You're sitting against your own body. You're sitting against her family. You're dishonoring her parents, et cetera, et cetera. So my point was without knowledge of the scriptures, one, I wouldn't know how to handle that situation. I wouldn't be able to lovingly counsel him why what he was doing was wrong. And I wouldn't be able to tell the elders, wait a minute. Paul says, hand, it, hand that guy over to Satan. Like, I'm letting him off easy. You think I'm on his case. I'm not. And we're telling them that, you know, you shouldn't be allowing this. So exactly. anyway, that, that's... Exactly. No, it's that's true. Just a, a, one example of the importance of being armed with truth so you can correct error and rebuke sin. Mm-hmm. That's an example inside Christendom. Obviously, we would do that with apologetics, giving a defense for the faith to unbelievers and so on, right? It, it, that goes along with knowing what the gospel is. That's what you said at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, we read the scriptures so we can have an understanding and be able to explain the gospel. So, yeah. Yeah, someone gives you something that they've, either it's a book that they've read or, you know, some pithy thing on Facebook that they came up with that you can point out, no, if if you actually read the scriptures, that's not what it says. Right. So we started out with, a major reason, perhaps the major reason to read the scriptures, or yeah, let's call it the major reason, which is to know the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, you said that, I said that. To know the Lord, that we would know how to serve him, how to live for him, how to obey his commands. Let me end with book ending it with another big thought. The other big reason Again, these are all big reasons, but the other big reason that we ought to be reading the New Testament is because it, like the whole scriptures, you know, the whole reason we read the whole scriptures, they have authority over us. The Bible has authority over you and me mm-hmm. as Christians. It's God's word. It's above us. And so the reason we ought, the other reason we ought to be doing this is because it has authority over us. In other words, it's our boss. Exactly. What we do day to day, we have to answer to it over and above everything else. Yeah. I mean, you know, we answer to the Lord through it. Right, right. right. That's what I mean. And so it has authority over us. It's not a matter of looking at it 
looking down at it and saying, well, you know, do, do I want to? It has authority over us. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like going to work. It's something that you, you have to do. In some respects, that's how we ought to be disciplining ourselves about being in the Bible. Like there is no, this is my job. Right. If you, you want to think of it, point. you want to think of it as one way. It's like, look, okay, you're a Christian now. Well, reading the Bible is your job. It's part of your job. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I no. Don't give me some lame excuse. Don't give God some lame excuse. Mm-hmm. This is your job. And if you are a husband and father, the weightiness of that. It's your job is magnified. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you're, and if you're a mother, absolutely, it's magnified. Exactly. And if, and if you're, and again, if you're even if you're a wife, but not a mother, right? It's magnified for all of us. Yeah. Because you have to make sure that you know, I'm acting in accord with Scripture, and mm-hmm. as my sister in Christ, if I'm not, you need to point that out exactly and plus you need to be sharpened and be ready to serve with the word to other sisters in christ Mm -hmm. you know again second timothy and is useful for amy (laughs) for teaching rebuking correcting and training in righteousness so that amy may be thoroughly equipped for every good work you can replace Amy with Anthony, replace with your name. Mm-hmm. This is the this is the book God has given every believer. If and it God, is the same for right, every believer. God saved you. God expects you to be in his word. Period. That's why it's important. And I really love what Pastor Michael said a couple weeks ago when we had him on the show, and he talked about how the vast, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, I don't remember if he said exactly the vast majority of Christians, but so many Christians so many. are biblically starved. Mm-hmm. And that's, that is the perfect phrase, because that's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. They're either starving themselves. Well, they would be. Yeah. I they mean, would be really. starving themselves. Yeah. You think of the the lunacy of someone who is at is on a, is at a, a buffet or at a you know all you can eat buffet and they're starving themselves uh, to death. I mean, mm-hmm. to, that person's not right. And besides, this is the other thing I think about. God fosters a love for the scriptures in us. The more we read them. God gives us a thirst for his word the more we're in it. Um, you know, the more we're in it, the more we want to be in it. And I've learned that myself over the years. Yeah. So the whole idea that someone, that a professing Christian would be biblically starved for through no reason but their own laziness, mm-hmm. indolence, whatever you want to call it, is amazing. And if you think about the, what makes that even more profoundly amazing is we are in the U.S. 
and we have access to many Bibles. Right. Um, you can find a Bible at a thrift store. For free on your phone. I mean, they're right. everywhere. So the idea that as believers, we're not taking advantage of this feast that is presented to us, that is before us, easily and freely, when we know that there are believers in areas of the world that could lose their lives, either can't get a Bible, okay, it's not in their language yet, or there's very few of them, or they'd lose their lives if, if they were caught with it, but still want that Bible. Exactly. The other thing, too, is one day our life is going to be over. And in one sense, I, I've thought about this in the past. There's not going to be a Bible in heaven. <laughs> We're not going to have to read the Bible. You know, there's a certain sense of read it now while you've got it. Read it. You yeah. know? Um, yeah. And again, why would you not avail yourself God gives you this treasure. And I've I've said before trying to convince people to be a Christian. Obviously the Holy Spirit makes people Christians, but it's like I try to pull the curtain back and show this this incredible room full of gold treasures. Mm-hmm. Just golden chalices, just all kinds of treasures and rubies and diamonds and just this incredible treasure and, and say, look, this is this is what I have in Christ. This is all available to me. It could be available to you too. This is amazing. This is awesome. And people are like, yeah, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. A Christian who doesn't read their Bible is looking at that room that God's provided, that room full of treasures. That they are a part of. Right that book full of treasures and saying, nah, too big, too many words, too many, um, you know, how could you? Too hard, too busy. You know, at that point, honestly, it would be good to question your salvation. I'm not saying you're not saved, but if somebody, if that is their hard attitude about reading the scriptures, Mm -hmm. there's, I, I think there's an argument to be made for, you really ought to question, am I saved? Especially if, if you've been a professing Christian for many years yeah. and you're still not reading your Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're a new Christian and you're still learning this and yeah, I get that. Um, I remember what I was like when I first, I liked the idea of reading scripture. I was not good at doing it consistently. I didn't have that discipline. Mm-hmm. That took a while. But someone who's been a believer for years and is still saying, nah, that's, something's not right. Right. And it's sad. Hebrews 5. The writer of Hebrews is is writing and he says, we have much to say about this, what he was just talking about, but it's hard to explain because you are slow to learn. In fact, though by this time you ought to be teachers, You need someone to teach you the elementary truths of God's word all over again. You need milk, not solid food. Anyone who lives on milk, being still an infant, is not acquainted with the teaching about righteousness. But solid food is for the mature, who by constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. 
so I know we've we've kind of gone in and out of the the coloring lines. Yes. Uh, uh on this episode. Mm-hmm. Of New but, Testaments specifically. Right. But it all it's all part of it. And I guess that's really where where the key that's where the key lies, is that it is all part of it. It you really can't separate in the end, the Old Testament from the New Testament. It's scripture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's life. I mean, it's it, for the Christian, it's it's my life and breath to read the Bible. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine not doing it because I know, I know my own heart. I know the destruction that would come from it. I agree. Not it's outward destruct- destruction. It's not like I'm going to, you know, my whole life is going to collapse or whatever, though it might, but... As a believer, I know the the break in fellowship that it causes and and just all the results of trying to, because ultimately by not, uh, of trying to live my own way, because mm-hmm. ultimately when we're not reading the Bible, that's really what we're doing. We're saying, God, I don't need your wisdom. I right. don't need instruction. I can do it on my own. I can do this on my own. Mm-hmm. So again, folly is the word that comes to mind. Right. Just plain folly. Agreed. So a little different this time around here on Grace and Peace Radio, but we help we hope it was helpful. Yeah, we do because it's as I get older, it saddens me when I see believers who don't know the word. And I'm not saying, you know, memorization is good. I don't do it well, but don't know their Bible. Right. You know, aren't reading it enough to know yeah. what's in it f- to hide in their heart for the tough times for the people they encounter, secular or believers. Mm. It's, yeah. Well, again, you know what a treasure it is and, mm-hmm. and you know the sadness. What, you could be living such a better life in the Lord by having his word. Mm-hmm. And so... You just feel bad for them. And again, by God's grace, the only reason we're in the Word is, again, by God's grace. By God's grace, the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Listening so, to that nudging. So I hope, even though this was a, it got a, a stronger in tone sort of episode, right. I hope that it challenged someone to, to, to make a point of being in the Word. You don't have to read 20 chapters a day. You don't have to read 10. You don't have to read five. Start with one. One. And, but just ask the Lord, Lord, give me a love for your word. Mm-hmm. Help me to see this is life. I need this. And it may not happen overnight. You have to stick with it. It is a discipline. Right. You know, you're going to be tempted not to read, but, but keep disciplining yourself. What else in this world is worth the discipline? You're going to exercise. You're going to die. You're going to grow old and die. You're going to eat right. You're going to grow old and die. You know, nothing in this world, those are all good and important, but nothing in this world is worth the time and effort every single day, like reading the Bible. Mm -hmm. Well, again, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you all. We do appreciate you very much. Absolutely. And uh, hey, if you know what, if you haven't had a chance, I just want to mention this by way of a Grace and Peace Radio kind of announcement, just to shift gears a little bit. If you haven't had a chance to ever go out to our website, 
please go check it out, graceandpeaceradio.com. Uh, there are some some blog posts and things out there. And I'll tell you too, one of the cool things we did recently was we changed up our store. And so now it's all right there at Grace and Peace mm-hmm. Radio. You don't have to jump to another site or anything. And and we've got a whole bunch of different products out there. That's and fun stuff that we were exactly playing around with you know, this week. Uh, baseball caps, shirts, hoodies, all, all that kind of cool stuff, um, stickers and whatever. And and the point is not, hey, you know, we're going to get rich off this. Yeah, we make a few bucks. I think the printer makes 75% of, yeah. of it. Um, they set the most of the prices and all that stuff. But anyway, go check it out. And uh, if you like the show and, and you want to support us a little bit, throw a couple bucks our way. Uh, that's one way that you can do it. You know, just to you know, walk around with a Grace and Peace Radio hat on. Somebody's yeah. like, "Hey, what do you? You know, what is that? Oh, it's a podcast I listen to. That'd be kind of cool. It would be kind of you know." Cool. So again, we're uh, we have no no jaded illusion that we're going to retire from this. Oh, so, goodness, no. you know, that's not the point. Honestly, it really is just fun stuff that we do. And, yeah. and even just keeping the website up to date. I mean, we, we still need to, I know I still need to have my picture out there and yeah, but it's just a way that, you know, um, for me, I like when I'm involved in something, I, I like having, mm-hmm. you know, a, a shirt about it or whatever. And so anyway, just letting you know that hey, if you're interested, they're there. But anyway, hey, thank you so much. Oh, and um, one thing that's actually way more important, even than this store, and if you were going to spend money, I'd actually rather you spend money on this. Please go check out the link to help Daniel walk. Right. We are still still raising funds. We didn't get enough money to have them over this summer. And of course, school started in Uganda. And so we still want to get Daniel over here to help him get a new set of prosthetic legs. Mm -hmm. Daniel from Uganda. Like I said, forget about the store. Go over to yes, helpdanielwalk.com. And uh, if you've got uh, some money, uh, we'd appreciate you giving to that uh, through uh, the ministry that it, we're partnering with to bring him over here. And so that's about it. Uh, that's all for this week. Yep. And that's a lot. So thank you again. God bless you. And we will talk to you. Well, that's our show for today. I hope you'll join us next time as we spend time in God's Word, looking at how we can grow in our knowledge of Him, our love for Him, and our service to Him. Grace and Peace Radio is honored to be a member of the Christian podcast community. It's a ministry of striving for eternity. Find more Christian podcasts at christianpodcastcommunity.com. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, visit us at graceandpeaceradio.com and on Facebook. Until next time, I'm your host, Anthony Russo, and Jesus changed my life.